Hi, this is Web37 Daily, a 1.37 p.m. daily Twitter space about all things NFTs and Web3. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is Charlie Kohlbrenner, the style editor at 1.37 p.m. You're listening to Web37. Today we're going to be sitting down with Soul Retriever, which is a really popular uh, sneaker platform for providing resources to the community to figure out how to gain access to all of the very many hype drops that are constantly happening. Um, we spent a lot of time on this episode talking about sneaker culture generally, but also the many ways in which sneaker culture overlaps with NFT culture because they're both at their basest form, um, collectibles cultures. It's a really good conversation. Heard a lot of good insights from Soul Retriever. Got some good questions from the audience. I think you'll really like it. Um, what's up, everybody? Um, I'm excited about this. We're talking to Soul Retriever. We I want to talk Web3 a little bit. I also want to talk um, just general sneakers a bit as well. Um, but first, I'll have Soul Retriever introduce themselves. What's up? How you guys doing? Excited to be here. Um, I'm one of the co-founders um, and guys behind Soul Retriever. My name's Harry. Um, excited to be here. Thanks again for putting on the space. This has been a long time in the making. Um, and yeah, super excited to kind of dive into a bunch of different topics. Um, All right, go into, go into what is Soul Retriever just to give a little context to the crew. And I think there's a couple of unique ties is why I think it there's a, there's combo to be had around web three and, and how you've built the platform and all that. And a lot of what we're seeing in terms of minting protocol and raffle and all that, you know, is almost birthed out of a lot of what's happening in sneaker world. So would love you to just give a rundown. What the heck is soul retriever? What's going on in that world? Totally. Um, so <clears throat> basic gist of what we do, um, is we put the world of sneakers into the palm of your hands. And what I mean by that is we sort of answer the questions of when, where, and how to get, find out and, uh, you know, hopefully procure the latest sneaker releases. Um, so, really do that by mainly our mobile app and then also on social, but sort of, uh, you know, serving as that source in the sneaker community for helping people get, you know, the, the sought after items that they're trying to get. Um, so that's sort of in a nutshell what we do. Amazing. Um, cool, cool. I've got, uh, some questions I want to talk about. I want to talk just because I love, I, I want to talk about the overlap of sneakers and nft culture because i feel like as like both being essentially when distilled down to their most basic form they're both collectibles culture so i want to talk about the overlap a bit in a little bit um but first i just want to talk about sneakers for a minute if that's all right i'm curious um first i want to talk about soul retriever generally and sort of uh i just be curious to know what's your favorite thing about soul retriever running it or the community that you built what's your favorite thing about soul retriever overall that's an interesting question i actually have not been asked in a while. Um, get me with that one, Charlie. Uh, no, no, oh. that's, it's a tough one. We can come back to it too. If <laughs> no, you no, 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 you're good. You're good. Um, thinking on the spot. Uh, I would say as, as cliche as this might sound, just seeing people, uh, you know, have success, right? The world of sneakers is extremely fragmented. Uh, and we can talk about a lot of the different similarities there between that industry and, and, and the NFT space as well. But the world of sneakers is very fragmented and keeping up with everything is a, 
tedious process um, yeah. and, you know, takes a long time and is definitely sort of draining, I would say. Um, and seeing people succeed with our resources, uh, you know, is definitely a redeeming feeling. Uh, and I think that's sort of just one of the, one of the big parts is, is, you know, seeing it work for people and seeing people have success and save time and save energy and all the good things, uh, that sort of, we pride ourselves on, but, um, yeah, just seeing, seeing people succeed and, and get the stuff they're trying to get is definitely a good feeling. Yeah. Amazing. I love that. Um, cool, cool. And then I'm curious just for you personally, cause I was thinking about it today. I kind of have a shoe in mind right now. Um, but what is your favorite sneaker either released in 2022 or that is like building up a lot of hype in 2022 or a trend in sneakers? But like, what's, what's your favorite thing going on in sneakers right now? Uh, that's a rough one. The, totally. let's see. So <laughs> the, you can hit all the good questions today, Charlie. Um, a lot of the recent, uh, union collabs have been yeah. awesome. I was lucky enough to win a raffle for the, uh, the pistachio dunks. So I'm actually wearing those as we speak. So um loving what what union and nike are doing there so that's probably one that uh a recent favorite drop i'd have to say yeah absolutely i think the union stuff has been really really sick we were talking me and one of the other sneaker writers um at 137 have been talking a lot they didn't come out or no they did actually just put out new ones this year um the whales bonner adidas collaborations that they've done over the past few years um i just feel like especially in new york over the past few weeks they've been really having a crazy moment like i'm just seeing like every time I'm on the Lower East Side, I'm seeing somebody wearing at least one of the pairs. They've done like three collaborations now, I think. Um, but yeah, just thinking about the Wales Bonner sneakers has just gotten me thinking about like what are the hottest sneakers right now. So I was curious to know your thoughts. Yeah, totally. Those are sweet. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. Now we can get into, let's talk a little Web3. Um, this is sort of what we've been kind of building up to talk about. But how do you think that the sort of mindset or overall ethos of being a sneaker reseller, which sneaker reselling has now been around, I mean, in its current form, I would say for only like 10 years, 15 years, but it's been around since the 80s. Um, but how would you say that the ethos of a sneaker reseller has sort of meshed with the burgeoning NFT market in the past year or two? Yeah, I think a lot of it comes from sort of the entry, uh, like the, the, you know, the reasons for entry into the market, right? Um, and I think a lot of the reason why we're seeing a lot of sneaker, you know, interested people sort of enter the NFT space is because that, um, you know, there's definitely the interest around, uh, you know, people wanting to make money. Um, and I think with both spaces, there are some people who get into it for the actual interest in the collectible itself. Some people get into it for a combination of reasons, whether it's that plus, you know, the ability to potentially make, make some money. Um, but I think sort of one of the overarching themes here is, you know, the idea of speculation and scarcity. Um, and I think for a lot of uh, sneaker people, whether you're a reseller or just a collector in general, um, sort of one of the big appeals, I would say, to the NFT world is that there's a lot of crossover in the sort of, you know, the, the attraction to the space as far as the, the speculation aspect uh, things. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I agree on all counts. I think that it's, it's, I think that the thing, one of the main parallels that I think about a lot is sort of the, in NFTs, people talking about like buying art for the art's sake versus buying it, like thinking it's going up in value. And with people who identify as sneakerheads, like I've always been a sneakerhead who I buy my sneakers to wear them. I don't really keep any sneakers on ice. Like if it's a pair of sneakers that I am viewing as an investment, um, I don't really buy sneakers like that. Um, and so I feel like there's a lot of people who are in NFTs in the same way that they buy them for like the collection and, and, and supporting artists and stuff like that. And then there's also, and this isn't a value judgment of either, either way, but then there's also 
like with sneakers, people who view them as an investment, something to buy um, and speculate on the value and stuff. But it's they do. They are the, the two markets are exceptionally similar. Um, what do you think are some things that people in the sneaker community who have spent time like researching sneakers and drops and stuff? What do you think are some things that people in the sneaker community look for? in projects and NFT projects to assess value? Like, do you think that there are certain certain skills of assessing value from sneakers that carry over into NFTs? Uh, not too, what, what exactly do you mean by that? Like, uh, like, I guess I'm asking, like, within sneakers, I feel like there's so much you have to, people are buying shoes based on, um, hype that they see on social media or like sure. I feel like the, the factors that go into deciding what purchases to make from a speculation like a value speculation yeah, yeah, yeah. perspective like do you think that there are skills that people have used from the sneaker community over years that have translated into nfts yeah so i'm, I'm not like and just to i, I might have should have prefaced with this i'm not like you know I, i'm not an nft reseller by any means i'm not i'm not, not a sneaker reseller either obviously you know can can speak to the sneaker community a bunch yep um but i would say like just you know, from the outside looking in, uh, as far as like similarities there, I would say there's definitely the you know I would say first and foremost supply demand, right? So how how many of this specific project or, or specific entities, you know, what is the supply, and then gauging demand. So like, are a lot of people talking about it? I think at the core, yeah. that's probably the most important thing, as with yeah. any sort of limited collectible, um, and 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 the hype meter, and it's really hard to sort of gauge hype. Uh, and, and something that's interesting with sneakers is that you can sort of, I, I have friends who sort of, you know, even in like the early days of sneakers, people are like, yo, are, they, are these worth getting? And it's like, if you tell them yes or no, it's like, well, how do you know? And it's like, well, you just, you just know, you know, it's yeah. like, is a, is a black and blue Jordan one going to do well? It's just like, yes. But why? It's like, I can't really say why it just, it just is. <laughs> so it's sort yeah. of that, like, if you have that background and that sort of, knowledge of just like sort of what does well which is kind of just instinctual in 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 some aspects um then it's gonna you know you, you sort of just have that uh, as, as a skill um, and i think a lot of people sort of have that in the nft space as well if, whether it's you know founders behind it people that have been in other spaces you know if, if a certain name gets behind a certain project it's going to be big and a lot of the similar sort of like you know if someone co-signs a product or, or a sneaker for that matter it's like probably going to do big if it's a if it's a collaboration all those kind of factors i would say go into it yeah, no, absolutely. That's interesting. I, I think that that is um, something that I've realized about myself with sneakers as well. I, I, an analogy that I use um, for this sometimes is like when I was trying to learn how to skateboard, um, when I talked to friends of mine who had been skateboarding their whole lives, they were insanely unhelpful because I'd be like, how do you all walk me through how to ollie? And they'd sort of be like, you want to just, you know, you pop it and just, ooh, and then they just like do it. And I'd be like, <laughs> it's it's. It's just like breathing to them at that point. And I feel like that is for me what it's like with sneakers. I will not presume to feel like that's what it's like for me with NFTs because I'm no, I'm not a very successful NFT trader. Um, but with sneakers, yeah, I do feel like that is a lot of it. And it's what people say about NFTs too, that it's just like immersing yourself in the culture for so long. And I feel like I also now know like similarly, like when I saw the Union Dunks, obviously it was like that's those are going to do numbers you know just off like seeing them and, and and knowing union and knowing other things it's not that there's like specific factors i wasn't like calculating numbers in my head but just there's sort of after being a sneakerhead for 15 years there's like sort of just as you were saying kind of like a gut feeling that you can kind of just like feel when you see different pairs of sneakers and stuff 
Yeah, the the one the one contrast I would draw to the like speculation aspect of things between the two spaces, um, I would say like people who are starting to get into sneakers, uh, whether it's for a if, if you're speculating a specific pair, right, and it's like, hey, I want to get the sneaker. Will it perform well? Will it do well? Whether that's for just your own personal knowledge, or if you want to potentially you know hold it to resell, whatever it is, at worst, you know you should be able to return the sneaker for what you paid it for, right? Right, um, and I think that's interesting because there's no real, re- you know, return process, so to speak, with an NFT. Right, if yeah, you totally. mint something for a certain price and then it, you know, you, you're not guaranteed to get what you paid for it back. Um, with sneakers, you, you you pretty much are as long as you have the receipt and the store accepts returns, you know, right. et cetera. Yeah, no, that is interesting because, like, with reselling, not necessarily, but with retail, if you buy a pair of sneakers for retail and then decide either that you don't think it has the legs that you thought it had or you see that resale prices are not that good, you can always just return, which you um, cannot do with NFTs. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of, uh, I just want to ask some more like general sneaker questions again, because that's sort of my favorite thing to talk about. Um, what, <laughs> what, is there a pair of sneakers in your mind, in your life that sort of like got you into sneakers? Ooh. Um, I'm asking tough ones today. I know. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm asking a lot of kind of hard hitting questions. Uh, I got into sneakers initially, uh, like end of middle school, beginning of high school. Uh, I'm a big basketball fan and, and, and player. And it was the LeBron 10 blue diamonds. I believe that was like my first foray into the sneaker world. Let me look. I think that was them. Oh yeah. 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 I do. Re- these had a, these had a moment. I, I'm, I'm familiar. That must have been like 2012, 13. Yep. Uh, yeah. There. Yeah. That, that was that was one of them. Um, I got into sneakers initially from, like I said, you know, basketball. Um, yeah. And that that was sort of my my intro to the space. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like for so long, and not to diminish basketball, is still probably the culture that is most impactful on sneaker culture now. But it is interesting over the past. Um, 20 years since 2002, 2003 and like Pharrell's brands and stuff, but especially over the past like three or four years, how skating has sort of become like almost as informative on sneaker culture as basketball, just cause like SB dunks have become such a mm-hmm. huge part of sneaker culture. Um, even though they were dunks were originally a basketball shoe, but it's interesting that like, I feel like there was a, from 1985 until 2010 basketball was kind of the the culture where all sneaker fandom originated. And now I think people can get into sneakers from, from other avenues as well. Absolutely. I, I, and I love that aspect of it. Right. I think that, you know, people getting in for whatever sort of, you know, specific niche that they're interested in. Uh, and I, you know, all about getting people into the space. I think it's, I think it's great. Yeah, totally. Damn. I'm just doing a little research and there's this like totally beat pair of the LeBrons you're talking about on grailed for nine bucks <laughs> in my size. Uh oh, might just have to do it to him. I wanted to, I wanted to jump in real quick. Yeah, on, go ahead. Like when I hear about, uh, you're talking about uh, basketball shoes and sneaker culture and I'm 30. So pretty much when I was 20, that was what? 90. Oh, 2011. So 18, 17, like, you know, late, 10 late 2008 9 you know the kds the lebrons those dropping going to foot locker buying the sneaker like keeping them on ice was like such a big thing and so many of those releases to your point it was like jordan and then this next kobe and then this kind of next wave and like the kobe releases and then you know flying it there was so much like advancement and lines around the block everything if you go to foot locker today you can't even buy perform like nike's performance stuff they they it's all direct to consumer 
for the most part, and the sneakers app. And there's stuff that's going on like vaulting. eBay is doing it. And, and this is where I want to start to go to Web3 and like, yeah, your thoughts, you know, on this. Or what's your thoughts? Web world is sneakers, buy a pair, Nike keeps it on hand and gives you an NFT. And then you can burn the NFT to have them shipped to you or you can sell someone the NFT. You cut up a little bit at the end there, Tyler, but you're, you're talking about like, yeah, you like, yeah, overall, just like about vaulting, I would assume. Is it the, the gist of it? Yeah. Charlie, was he cutting up for you as well a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think uh, Tyler's out of town. I think he just kind of has bad Wi-Fi. But yes, yeah, you're, the way you summarize it, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so like what, what, what do I think about Vault? I mean, it's definitely going to, I, I think it's, 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 it's going to be adopted in, in some capacity at least. Um, I think it's definitely, it, it, the whole physical aspect of shipping and, and moving pairs, you know, that, that sort of you know, solves for that. Uh, you know, it, it, it remains to be seen if it's going to be widely accepted. I think it's going to take some time for people to get, to get used to that way of, of, you know, sort of buying sneakers because a lot of people do want the physical, right? Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, river remains to be seen, I guess, is, is really is really the answer there. Yeah, totally. Ty, do you want to, um, you're cutting out, but if you want to just text me any questions so or stuff you have. I don't think that. Start asking. Sounds good. Like, I'll do that, Charlie. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, I believe, Ezra, you had a question? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, so I've been in NFTs for like a year and I'm so adamant on trying to get my real life friends into the NFT world and like try all these different ways of explaining and trying to make it make sense for them. And I have a friend who used to be like a huge sneakerhead, like he would collect sneakers um, when he was throughout college and afterward. And when I finally convinced him to mint his first NFT, he said that the allow list process or the process of like winning a raffle to mint an NFT was very, very similar to sneakers. And that's kind of what clicked for him. And now he's like all in on VFriends Series 2 and book games. So I love to see that, first of all. But how do you think Web3 and NFTs can improve the process of having people get into raffles or actually being able to buy the sneakers that they want? Totally. So I mean, for, first, first of what you hit on, uh, I, think that's, I think that's awesome. And I think that a lot of, I think a lot of sneakerheads can sort of, you know, the, the mental hurdle a lot of people can't get over, I think is easy for many sneakerheads of the idea of like, why is this worth X amount of money? And it's like, because society says it is based on, you know, what this item is and who has it, yada, yada, yada. And I think a lot of people that can't get over that hurdle, sneakerheads, I think can, because, you know, as with any other collectible, it's like, there's high priced items that people are, are willing to pay. Um, so that's awesome. And I think that Definitely, that'll be a trend moving forward. Uh, as far as the other part of what you're talking about, I think there's a lot of different ways that Web3 and sneakers can integrate. Um, can't speak too much exactly to what we're potentially working on in the, in the near future. But I think one of the big things um, is the like authentication and verification aspect of it. Uh, so from both a like transparency uh, perspective on the brand side and the manufacturer side, as well as the user side, I think can be improved. And we're working on some stuff potentially in the near future um, to sort of 
bridge that gap and, and sort of improve that process. Um, so I think there's a lot of there's a lot of potential overlap. And and that being said, there's also a lot of projects I think right now that are using NFTs and blockchains that don't really need to be using NFTs and blockchains just because it's a sort of a, a buzz term and a, and a and a hot sort of you know thing that's happening right now. But I think that the actual power that NFTs and blockchain as a whole unlocks for sneakers and for any limited collectible market is huge and should not be undervalued or overshadowed by some other product that might be happening in the space. A hundred percent. I, I love that. I think that I, I'm not too much into the sneaker culture, but I do feel like the biggest gap is like having the true, uh, I don't know what you guys call them, like the true believers are the like real hardcore collectors who get every drop, like really moving them to the front of the line because they've been so loyal to the uh, company or shoe type. Um, yeah, I think Web3 can definitely help with that as well. Um, and then I know that we have a couple of requesters. We'll bring people up. So if you want to ask a question, talk sneakers, talk NFTs, come up. Um, we'll get you to ask a question. Ezra, do you want to bring some people up now or, or do you want me to ask a couple more questions? For sure. Yeah, we actually uh, just have Pikey. And again, Perfect. if you want to ask a question, request, we'll get you up now the time. Hey, thank you for you know bringing me up and uh, allowing me to connect with your guest. Thank you for doing this. Uh, I came across you yesterday, a couple of days back. You, I heard you on Chippy's uh, Chippy's um, uh, space, and you know you kind of intrigued me and with your background. And so one thing led to another. I followed you. Then you having the space. I was in a. The reason I'm telling you all this is because I was in a space yesterday, all about sneakers. It was very intriguing. The the the. the you know, the people who were involved in that space, I'm sure uh, sold, uh, what's his name? Sorry. Sold Retriever probably know some of these uh, brands or some of these people. That's why I want to just ask some questions about that to him. So the the space was, you know, had guests from Sneaker uh, sneaker News, Collectors Club. I saw Sneaker Heads in there, StockX. There were some big names in there. And, you know, obviously, as you know, they're all like NFT-based sneaker brands and stuff. Since, you know, you mentioned that you're ma mainly an app and, you know, you help uh, help people find what they're looking for and you, you Im improve that process. Um, I was trying to tie in the part where I, if you guys are going to be doing something with NFTs and doing something like that, since this is a Web3 platform and, you know, you have a good user base. And um, I'm just wondering how you, you're going to tie that back to an NFT or you maybe not. I'm just curious. Thank you. Yeah, totally. Um, thanks for thanks for the question. Um, so can't can't give too many specifics on sort of what we might be working on, um, but we we definitely are both you know uh, individuals of the company interested in the space and very much so like see the potential that Web three and blockchain and NFTs have in the sneaker world. I would just say that we are very particular about launching things. Um, we're very sort of like. We're not going to throw our, our our hands into something without being fully, you know, having it fully ready. Um, and although sort of it's a hot space right now, there have been plenty of opportunities and moments where we could jump in, but it wouldn't feel right or, or, or you know, be the right time or, or feel genuine. Um, so we're working on something that's actually going to be like a very meaningful, potentially working on something that might be like a very meaningful and substantial project. Um, so, you know, with that said, we're not in the sort of business of just, you know, launching something because it's, it's a hot topic. Um, but that being said, 
if and when we do dive into the space, it'll be something that um, you know has a, a lot of sort of time and, and resources behind it, and, and really makes a makes a big splash. Well, thank you for that. I'll I'll make sure I follow you to keep up with it because this awesome. whole market in very it's very interesting, and it's another you know dynamic to a lot of people don't know about right. And you know, coming from a sneaker background myself, collecting sneakers and stuff. I mean, I stopped collecting them, but I know that feeling. I know that whole nostalgia of getting what you want. And so the whole NFT scene and sneaker world, like, you know, artifacts, and, and I, you know all the names. I'm sure you mm-hmm. see, you're watching it all very closely, StockX and what, you know, they did with those brands and stuff. They're doing pretty well. So that's why I was curious as to where you saw yourself going and in what direction. And, you know, given that you have such a good app and a good user base, I figured that there would be something cooking. So I'll keep an eye out. Thank you again. Thank you, 137, for having me up, and I'll uh, step down. Thank you. Appreciate the question. I, I just got a text a couple minutes ago from my real-life friend, uh, a guy I grew up with in, like, my small, small hometown. And he was like, yo, do you run the 137 account? I'm like, yeah, you should actually join the spaces because he's a sneakerhead. <laughs> he's been following you, so Retriever for a while and then he joined the space and then text me and I was like, wow, that's just crazy. So I just want to give that. <laughs> awesome. We got to get him up here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm going to have to, if he's listening now, he's got to get up here and ask some questions because he's like a real sneaker at Justin, uh, my buddy. So, uh, Love it. so again, like if anyone wants to request, um, come through now's the time. I think we'll get to the PO app here shortly. Um, and Charlie, if you have another question, we can uh, go through that real quick. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so Retriever, I'm curious, there's a question I like to ask people who are into sneakers, and again, it's going to be kind of a hard one, and I'm sorry. Um, but do you have a, what, uh, what sportswear brand of like the big sneaker brands right now, who do you kind of think is dominating the most right now of like the big, of, like, the big five or whatever, Nike, Adidas, Puma, Asics, New Balance, etc.? dominating or who am i like interested in right now uh i guess i guess dominating is hard because dominating the answer is always nike still um so i guess more who who are you most interested in i would say sorry i'm sorry to, sorry to <laughs> flip the question there um, no 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 it's a better question so go I, would, I would i would say new balance um, yeah me too i've i've collected a bunch of new balances over the years i was just actually back home in new york for the holidays uh and went into my like older collection of some stuff and, and pulled out some some new bounces from like early 2010s, like 2012, 2013 that I had collected and sort of was like, oh, these, these are great. I'm going to bring these back with me and, and wear these. And just for, you know, my own curiosity sort of looked at some recent sales on them and like a lot of them went up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so really, really interesting. But I, I, I'm a big New Balance fan for not only the, the comfort, but a lot of the sort of cool collaborations that they're doing right now. Um, so I think they're very much so on the up and up and Really excited to see some future stuff they have cooking. Um, but yeah, personally, that's that's a brand I've been definitely interested in as of uh, as of late for sure. Yeah, totally. Me too. I um uh, not to sorry, it's shameless plug. We have a good article on the website though about the best New Balance collaborations recently. Hell yeah. I do just think like I had a very similar experience. My shoes are a little more recent, but a collab that I bought like two or three years ago that I wear all the time, and I bought them for like two hundred bucks, maybe maybe two fifty. Um, and now when I look, the cheapest they are on StockX new is like. 800 like when i checked recently it was like a thousand and i yeah I, yeah, yeah and it's yeah i agree i think new balances new balances collabs they've been collaborating with a lot of like good smaller brands and like putting them on um which i think has been really cool agreed um ezra i think i saw a couple of hands raised or yeah yeah cool we got a uh, we got rick from the audience what you got rick 
Hey, what's going on, everybody? How y'all doing today? Good, good. Can Can you guys hear me? I'm kind of in the attic right now, working on. Yeah, some yeah we got you. All right, perfect. Cool. So what's been going on? I've seen the spaces and, you know, I'm a big sneakerhead, so I decided to tap in and just check it out and see what's going on. I've been following Soul Retriever for a decent amount of time now. I don't know exactly how long, but, yeah, pretty much just saying what's up and seeing how everybody's doing and stuff. Nice. I love it. I love it. I'm still trying to get my buddy Jackson up here. I'm like, yo, you should get up here. <laughs> but uh, no, it's what is good. this? What is this spaces uh, like directing towards today? If you don't mind me asking. Towards today? Yeah. Uh, all good. Gotcha. Um, we're just talking to Soul Retriever about sneakers in general, but also sort of the because sneaker culture and Web three NFTs, which one thirty seven PM covers a lot, and we cover sneakers a lot too, but. Um, both cultures like overlap in a lot of ways. The communities that were into sneakers are now into NFTs in a lot of ways. And so the main um, idea thesis of this chat is just kind of talking about the overlaps between sneaker culture and the burgeoning world of NFT culture. That's pretty dope. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, do you have, Rick, any, any questions about that? We're happy to answer anything. Um, right now, no. You pretty much all answered good. all my questions. Like all I good. said, uh, I checked the spaces and I seen who it was, and I was like, "Cool, let me check it out, see what they're talking about," you know. And right on, yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming up. No problem, man. Um, it looks like we got a couple more, Ezra. Yep. Yeah, we got a Kilakata. Hopefully, I didn't mispronounce that. <laughs> What's going on? Might have to unmute there, Killa. Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, it's Killer Gaddafi. Yeah, no, I've been uh, following Soul Retriever and even uh, subscribed to the app. Um, I think that was a long time ago when it first started, so it has helped me. And it's so funny that you guys bring up NFT because I remember I was in another spaces and it was talking about how these things go hand in hand. I think you definitely hit it right on the head with saying that, you know, it depends on how we can say we understand how someone can say, oh, this might, like for someone... An NFT might be, oh, that's that's not worth anything to them. But like, I know some people say the same thing about my shoes when I tell them like, hey, this shoe right here is worth five hundred dollars. Like explaining that to my dad, he's like, wait, what? Like that shoe right there is worth five hundred dollars. I'm like, yes, it is. But um, now I just had a question about you guys, because uh, um, I'm trying to get into more shoe spaces right now. Because I'm trying to have see more conversations based upon this and get more following more people that's within the community and things like that. So uh, I was just wondering how often do you guys host these spaces and things like that? Because I think this is a really good subject right here. Yeah, for sure. We have these Web 37, um, Web 37 spaces every Tuesday and Thursday, usually a collab. We bring people on like Soul Retriever, who sounds like has some OG following. We've had a couple people saying they've been following for a while. So um, love to see that. And then we also have link up at the top. We have all of the 36 that we've done before um, on Spotify. So there's a link up there. Uh, but yeah, Tuesday and Thursday, usually towards the afternoon. Yeah, y'all should come through. Okay, so I have a qu another question. Do you guys have like, um, do, do you guys explain to people like what are NFTs and things like that? Because I'm one of those people that still don't really grasp upon the idea. I know some of it, but I'm, I just know like what you said, like it's something that someone put a value on it depends on what the other person feels that value is as well. 
Right. And it's so funny that you lead with that question um, or you, you led with that piece of value of like your dad thinks it's crazy that a sneaker is $500. And that's exactly right. Like I could go on a large tangent. I'm not going to, but we do have an article on our website uh, called WTF, our NFTs. Super good for beginners. You know, got some analogies in there and basically just explaining what they are, how they can help. Um, and then we also have an NFT 137 Twitter account where we post a lot of our, our NFT stuff as well. So I'm excited that you're dipping your toe. It's funny because it's a shoe uh, topic right now. Dipping your toe into the NFTs. What's that like Twitter? It. Is is that Twitter on your uh, Twitter page? That Twitter you said, uh, that Twitter page you NFT, just made? Yeah, NFT 137. So that's, um, I think it's pinned. I'm not sure if it's pinned, but I'll actually just DM you the article, honestly. It'll be easier. Okay, take that. Thank you. Awesome. I love it. And then we have uh, hizzy.eth and then Stan. And then I think we'll get to the PO app. If you want to request, we'll get you up here. Um, then we'll do that PO app. So Hizzy, what's going on? Hizzy's a long – I talk to Hizzy every day on Twitter, so I'm excited to hear his voice, <laughs> hear their voice. Uh, man, how's it going? Uh, I'm Hizzy. I'm out of Houston. And uh, my question is kind of a correlation between NFTs and sneakers. Do you see like an NFT being like a verification for an authentic sneaker or even similar to like the Brinks NFT to where a central location stores the sneaker and you trade the NFT for the uh, sneaker representation? So, Retrieve, you got anything? Yeah, I think I think that's definitely something that, uh, I, again, we were talking about this a little bit earlier before. Um, I think it's it's one of those things where it, it makes a lot of sense, right? But it's one of those things I feel that will take time for the masses to adopt um, and and potentially, you know, sooner than later. Uh, but it, 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 I feel like we've seen sort of these applications uh, attempted, and there's still going to be some people who want that physical and might not value the um, the digital in the same way. Uh, I think it's definitely cool as a means of like, you know, claiming, uh, you know, being able to hold the digital claim it for the physical, um, and all the sort of utility opportunities that that comes with, uh, you know, as, as a holder, I think are super interesting. Um, it remains to be seen if it's something that can be like fully adopted, but from like a trading perspective, I think it's super interesting because it really makes, uh, you know, trading super easy and, you know, removes a lot of the labor intensive work as far as like, you know, the physical stuff. So, you know, shipping and, and boxing and, and, you know, holding all that good stuff. So, um, I think it remains to be seen if it's going to be adopted, but I think it's definitely, it, it makes a lot of sense. And is a, I think an application, uh, you know, with sneakers and blockchain that, uh, you know, definitely makes a lot of sense and, and remains to be seen if it's going to be adopted. Appreciate that. Perfect answer. Appreciate the support, man. Love that. On to uh, Stan Cooper. Hey, good afternoon. How y'all doing? Good. Good. How are you doing? Man, doing great. Hey, I basically just have a simple question about the re-release of the retros for Jordans. Basically, I've been waiting on one specific shoe, the Jordan 4 Bread. Is there any kind of update or when it's going to be re-released or is it planned for next 15 years or what? Um, so can't speak too much to that specific release. Um, I, uh, I would urge you to follow our uh, website and blog. We've been posting a lot of exclusive information as far as like upcoming releases and whatnot. We have a dedicated content team of which I am not spearheading. So if I did know, I wouldn't even tell you because I'm, I, I, if, you know, I, I'm not the person who would know. Um, 
that being said, though, if if and when that release expected to to come on, I would say, um, you know, to come out, I'd say we'd we'd be the first or one of the first to to announce it. So, uh, you know, we have a release calendar in, in our app and. On our website, we're posting all this sort of articles about upcoming drops. So I would say stay tuned, but I'm right there with you. I'd love- all right. Hey, I appreciate it. Long time supporting Soul Retriever, too. So great to see y'all. Appreciate you, Stan. Thank you, my man. And I, I wanted to add another thing with it sounds like we have a lot of people that are just learning about NFTs. I think, and I'm not in the sneaker culture, and I'm not going to speak to what Soul Retriever is allegedly working on uh, in the Web3 space. It's nothing. Uh, But I will say with NFTs that are involved with sneaker drops, like if you did get an authentic shoe and had that NFT in your wallet that was associated with that shoe, that company that's releasing the shoe could, you know, gather that list of everyone that has that uh, NFT and then put them first on the list to get releases for the future. So, you know, there's a lot of NFTs that are coming out uh, that are just artwork, but there are a lot of use cases for like actual added value that people can get by holding on to these verified NFTs, almost like a ticket or some kind of experience, whether that's virtual, virtual or physical. Um, yeah, I, to- I totally agree, Ezra. And I think that the sort of, uh, not, not to, you know, uh, I would say NFTs, right? There, there's two main and, you know, keep me, keep me honest here. Uh, there's two main things here. There's like the artwork side of it and the utility side of it. Um, and plenty of pieces have that awesome artwork without, utility and that's great and and some people you know myself included value the art in in a lot of those Um, but i think sort of hitting both aspects of the art art side and the utility side is where a lot of stuff gets really interesting and i think sneakers specifically offer a really unique opportunity for you know nfts to sort of hit both of those pillars uh and and is why i'm really excited to see sort of what projects arise in the space because of the fact that there's an opportunity for you know, really thriving and hitting both of those sort of pillars of, of, of what I think makes a successful NFT project. Let's go. Awesome. Uh, let's get, um, let's get Shammy on here and we'll do the POAP. If, if you guys don't have any NFTs or you're trying to get into NFTs, now's a great time to get your very first NFT totally for free just for being in this space. Um, uh, I'll let, I was going to explain POS, but Sammy, you're much better at this. You've done this way more times than I have. So <laughs> thanks Ezra. Thanks for the quick introduction. Uh, yeah. Hearing that there is a lot of new people or people new to the space in general, POAP, which is spelled P O A P, uh, stands for proof of attendance protocol. And they have a mobile app, which I highly suggest everyone download at this moment. Uh, so while you're listening to me speak, I'm going to stall for a little bit. So people have a little bit of time to to download um as a, maybe i'll explain what it is we have one more question come on then i'll announce the phrase because i want to give people time to download the app if they don't have it already and apologies we don't have any pinned tweets apparently twitter's not allowing us to at this current time just with things they're going with so we would have a tweet pinned up on how to download this app but if you go to your google player apple app store type in p-o-a-p stands for proof of attendance protocol and download the POAP mobile app and Try to set up your wallet um, as soon as possible. If you already have a digital uh, crypto wallet, you're good to go. If you do not, that's that's POAP, is that 
they allow you to claim their NFTs with an email address uh, if you don't have a, a if you don't have a, a crypto wallet at this time. So you can do that for a temporary holding. So again, POAP. Uh, you can look at one of my previous tweets that explains how to set one up or how to claim them. So you can just see for spelling's sake. But yeah, download that app right now. And uh, after the next question, as we all come on and announce uh, how people can claim their free NFT. Again, P-O-A-P, POA. Thank you. Awesome. I just, um, I think I allowed uh, Kill up here. I know he asked a question before at a speaker. Okay, there we go. Kill up. Oh, it might take a second for him to come up. But yeah, definitely download the POA app. Um, it's just so cool. Free NFT. And you can get it with an email address. And if you don't have an Ethereum address, definitely email address is the way to go. Um, to get that POA quickly. I think Kill is up here. Um, if you got anything else, Killer? Oh, no, yeah. I figured out a question. I was trying to download the app right now, too. Um, nice. I was seeing, um, dang, I forgot. No, I was going to talk about the whole, did you guys already talk about the whole StockX and Nike situation? Because I remember, I think it was a couple of months back where one of my followers, somebody retweeted something, and they had shown me they bought an NFT. I guess it was a digital image of a shoe for, like, two hundred dollars and he sold it for like twenty five hundred and something like that and i don't know i'm just very curious on it right now like and that and like you said to me uh it was just that was something i was like wow okay and he spent two hundred dollars and he was able to flip it for twenty five for twenty five hundred but i also see the article where nike's basically saying that they feel like StockX is in you know is infringing on the designs and things like that so do you think that and basically, it was a picture of a shoe. Do you see more shoe companies putting an end to that, or do you expect to see more situations where people are buying an NFT? Is that considered an NFT of a shoe? Yes, yeah, I can talk about this one for a little bit. Yeah, it's a super good question. It's like um, the StockX's project definitely, I think, has now been written about a lot as sort of posing an issue for the future of NFTs and sneakers because. Um, in Nike's defense, it does seem like StockX, um, like StockX does distribute those, does sell those shoes. So they have some rights. So they're allowed to sell the shoes, but you're not usually with NFT, like copyright law, you're not allowed to profit off of another brand's likeness or like off of the logo. So um, I'm not sure. I haven't been following it super closely. Like I'm not sure what's actually going on with that case specifically going forward. Um, but what I do know is that based on the success of that project, Tons of sneaker brands do have plans to launch NFTs of their own. Um, so whereas StockX was launching NFTs of shoes that they carry, which is why it's sort of an ethical gray area because it's shoes that they carry but not that they produce. Um, Nike about six months ago acquired uh, an animation studio called Artifact Studios, which was one of the first big names in NFTs last year that sold a lot of really cool. They did a lot of artist collaborations um, and they created some digital sneakers at the time as well. Um, and the way that they first did their digital sneaker launches um, back in March or April of last year was you could buy the NFT, which was sort of similar to StockX's NFT, where it was a, an image of a sneaker, um, but it was 3D and like rotated and you could interact with it a little bit. But then also eventually, um, and people were able to eventually, then you were able to, uh, I can't remember if you had to burn the NFT or if you got to keep the NFT, um, but you had the option to redeem it for a physical version of the sneaker as well. So people who had bought the NFT then eventually got the sneaker as well. Um, but Nike acquired that studio about six months ago. So 
they still haven't Nike hasn't uh launched an NFT project yet, right, Ezra? There's still there's still no Nike NFT project, I think, right? They just made that acquisition and so we think they will down the line. I mean, yeah, it seems like they are gonna have to do it. And the artifact for people that are in the NFT space now, um, artifact is legit. So them buying that company is like that's a huge step forward. Again, another uh shoe pun, huge step forward into the space. Um and yeah, I'm I'm glad that they're embracing because I think all companies should have their their. <laughs> I can't stop with the shoe references. They should be dipping their toes in this. Uh, right. In this. I didn't even mean to do any of those. You know, it just happens. <laughs> right. It's just you. You just you always have shoes on the mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Kill Gaddafi, does that answer your question? It's like it it uh uh, uh it's like it, it's tough. I think that we're gonna see a lot of, especially with the metaverse and people wanting to wear different shoes like in virtual worlds and virtual reality worlds like people will want to wear nikes in those worlds and presumably based on the way the law works nike will have to create those virtual shoes um, but i'm sure a lot of brands in the interim before then will create shoes that either look like nike shoes or will create nike shoes and then get sued over it um, but people are going to want to wear cool shoes in the metaverse as well and so a lot of different studios are going to have to replicate sort of like hype sneaker culture in digital worlds as well and that's sort of what nft early nft sneaker projects are kind of like foreshadowing no definitely that answers my question and like you just said you just brought up a good point i mean look how much money people spend on their grand theft auto online character exactly. or my or my son with his fortnite character i know i spent gave him over 400 dollars just to play as Travis uh, Scott one day yeah. or to play as Deadpool the other day. So yeah. what you just said about the metaverse, like if I made me a character, I would like my character to reflect how I look in the, in the real world. So that definitely, yeah. I, I like how you broke it down. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah, of course. And something else exciting about NFTs that um, people that, that I've heard explained a lot, which I think is interesting is like the thing about the stuff that you bought for your son in Fortnite is that if God forbid, Epic Games went out of business or Fortnite disappeared, those things would just disappear. You wouldn't own them anymore. Um, like it's within a closed ecosystem that you own them within Fortnite, within Epic Games ecosystem. The thing that people like about a lot of NFTs is that because it's documented on the blockchain, your ownership over whatever the digital asset is, is totally separate from being within uh, a private company's ecosystem. So what we're talking about is that hypothetically down the line, Nike could release a virtual shoe that you buy and your ownership of it is documented on the blockchain. And then you're able to bring that shoe into a variety of different games that are compatible that have like integrated Nike's Nike's NFT. And so um, like we we people in an ideal world in the next few years, Grand Theft Auto, like games like Grand Theft Auto, huge games like that will open up their ecosystem and allow it allow you to buy a pair of Nike shoes from Nike with a digital component, bring them into Grand Theft Auto, play with them in Grand Theft Auto, and then if that you stop playing that game or that game goes out of business or something like that happens, you still own that shoe and could take it into another shoe into, sorry, into another video game that is compatible down the line. Um, but so the idea with NFTs is that because it's, it's documented on the blockchain as opposed to being documented within a private company's like their ecosystem. Um, the idea is that that ownership gets to be transferred into a myriad of different games down the line and is not just confined to one ecosystem. Which is super cool. Yeah, I was cheering you on while you're explaining that. I'm like, that is <laughs> that's a great example. Like, that's so good. Yeah, that's um, I'm most excited about personally. That I think will be fun. Once yeah. like big, big, big games integrate NFTs, it's going to be really fun. 
No, thank you. You definitely broke it down. I got to switch back to listening because I'm at work, but you guys are doing it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. We appreciate you coming up. Um, I think I'll kick it over to Sol if he has anything uh, to respond with that last question. If not, no pressure, and we'll do we'll get onto the PO app. So just open the floor to Sol. Yeah, that sounded great. Um, thanks for the question, Killa. That was that was awesome. First off, um, and then great explanation, Charlie. That was that was super awesome. I think the analogy there was great. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think you're any much anything really much to add to that. Um, I would just you know continue to. Uh, sort of stress that we're super interested and excited to see sort of what projects come up in the sneaker world. Um, and yeah, we're, we're, we're super excited about the space as a whole and uh, and excited to see what, what comes with it. So. so Retriever, is there anything that we haven't touched on that you want to touch on as we uh, wrap up before the space ends? Uh, let's see. Um, I think we can have a lot of yeah. interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we didn't get, I don't want to, you know, do too, any, any much of a shameless plug, so to speak. Um, the, I don't know who, who did this, but this was great. The, the, the pinned tweet in the space right now is about our app. So if anyone for whatever reason, isn't familiar with sort of what we do, um, we have a mobile app, sort of like our, our main product that we, that we offer, um, sort of centralizing all of the sneaker verse into one place and keeping you updated with everything that's happening, making it easy to sort of have the best chances of getting your hands on all the latest drops. So I would say if, if, if you're sort of interested in what we're doing or want to uh, stay up to date with what we're doing, I would say follow us on Twitter and, and, and get our app. But um, again, not, not trying to have too much of a shameless plug here. want to stress again uh, to, to Charlie, Tyler, Ezra, uh, Nick, uh, Tyler, uh, sorry, not, um, Justin, all you guys, thank you so much for putting this together. Uh, this was super, super great. We, have been doing a lot with you guys over the past couple of years, I think at this point. Um, and, you know, really, really interested in you guys as a whole, what you guys are building, uh, excited to stay close with each other. Uh, and again, yeah, just thanks for putting this together. I think this was really cool and, 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 and love her, you know, hearing some of the people that are just getting into the space. Um, Cause I think, you know, you guys can probably uh, relate getting new entrants into the space and, and sort of, uh, Giving them the showing them the ropes is, is a super interesting and fun process. So, I think this was great. Um, I learned a lot from this. I hope other people did as well. I'm excited to do more stuff like this in the future. And uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for putting this together, guys. Hey, hey, Charlie, again, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Let us know your thoughts on Twitter by tagging at NFT137. Make sure to tune in next time. Thanks for tuning in.